1: growing up on a farm we always understood that there was a certain time that was harvest time it's when the crops came in everything was ripe it was it was ready and uh, it it was a definite time that was looked forward to if you have been around farms at all and uh, if you live in the in the breadbasket of america for example and you see the fields you understand what i'm talking about there is a there's a process but then there's a point there is a There's a leading up to, and then there is a definite harvest. When we come to the end of Revelation chapter 14, we come to God's harvest. And this harvest, frankly, is not a good one. It's a bad one. This harvest is not a hopeful one. It is not a harvest to life. It is a harvest to death. It is a picture of God's ultimate judgment on those who reject Him. Uh, Come with me to Revelation 14 today. Let's begin in verse 14. The Bible says, And I looked. And Behold, a white cloud, and upon the cloud one sat like unto the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. Here's the harvester. Who is it? It is Christ. I mean, read the description of Revelation 14. 14. This is the Lord. He's identified very plainly. Notice, he's on a white cloud. So he's coming out of heaven. I'm thinking now of the Lord Jesus ascending back up into heaven. You remember, he went up in the clouds. Well, here we see him with a white cloud. He's sitting. So he's sitting as in a position of judgment, like a judge would. And the Bible says uh, that the one sitting there on the cloud is like unto the Son of Man. Now, of course, we see Him in His glory, so why use the term Son of Man? You'll remember that was our Lord's favorite title for Himself, but it was the title that connected Him to earth. It's a picture of Him coming here as the judge of the earth. Remember, Son of Man was the title of his humanity and his humility. But here, it's a revelation of his glory. The fact that he is the final judge over all humanity, the final judge, the perfect man, now stands in judgment over every man. The Bible says he has on his head a golden crown. I was struck by this. When you read the previous two chapters, Revelation 12 and 13, Satan and the Antichrist both wear crowns, multiple crowns. Uh, But when you come to Revelation 14, 14, our Lord has a golden crown on His head. In other words, He he doesn't just have uh, little kingdoms here and there. No, He is the ultimate king. He is God's king. He wears the crown. And what's in His hand? Look at His hand. The Bible says a sharp sickle. We would imagine that the king has a scepter. And indeed He does. He'll rule with that scepter for all eternity But here he's coming, not as king, but as judge. And what is in his hand? A sickle. The sickle, the instrument of the the reaper. The one coming to cut down the harvest. The Bible says in verse 15, And another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud, Thrust in thy sickle and reap, for the time is come for thee to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. Do you remember I said a moment ago there's a moment where the harvest is ready? There's a moment where where the crop is ripe. Well, here we move from the harvester to the harvest time. There is a definite time on God's calendar. It's already set, friend, and you can't change it. You don't have to believe it, but it's going to happen. Uh, You don't have to get ready for it, but it's going to happen. There's a moment when the Lord Jesus Christ is coming and He is going to bring judgment. The Bible says in verse 16, And he that sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. So easy to read that, but so hard to imagine what that's going to be like. Verse 17, And another angel came out of the temple which is in heaven, he also having a sharp sickle. And another angel came out from the altar which had a power over fire and cried with a loud cry to him that had the sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in thy sharp sickle and gather the clusters of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are fully ripe. Do you see the thoroughness of the judgment? The Lord begins to reap And his angelic host come along to help. Uh, His his assistants, if you will. His messengers come alongside. Uh, No one will escape this judgment. Friend, I I want you to know something. You can reject the truth. You can reject Christ. Uh, You can choose sin over, over life. But you cannot control the consequences of all of that. Judgment is coming. And here... He moves in this analogy, in this typology, to a picture of grapes. Do you see the clusters of the vine? The grapes being fully ripe. My grandfather uh, had, had a, a small vineyard, if you will, uh, just a, a grape arbor. And I remember watching those grapes, and you could always tell when they got ripe. They gave off a certain scent. And there was a moment, a time, when it was time to get them. Well, here in the, in the culture of John's day, they understood this well, they would pick the grapes, they would take them to a certain place, and what would they do? They would press them. Uh, this is a picture of real judgment, the pressing, the crushing of those who have rejected God. So much so that uh, the, the juice runs out, the juice here literally being their blood. Verse 19 says, "...and the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God." And the winepress was trodden without the city, and blood came out of the winepress, even under the horse bridles. Can you imagine blood so deep up to the bridles of the horse by the space of a 1,600 furlongs? What is this? This is thorough judgment. We live in a world right now where there seems to be very little justice. May I just tell you the judge of all the earth is going to do right? And someday justice is coming. People today cry out for justice. I'm going to tell you, you don't really want justice. What you need is mercy. Now, people say they want justice. They, they typically want justice because they want other people to be judged. But in the end, all sinners will be judged. Now, this is a picture of the ripeness of sin and the sickle of God's judgment. And here's the expression that has captured my attention this week. The great wine press of the wrath of God. Oh, consider the wrath of God. You know, by and large, on our daily broadcast, uh, my goal is just encourage you, lift your heart, But today, I must tell you, I have a heaviness on my heart, a burden, and I think we need this burden. This is a a good burden. Paul said in his writing, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. I'll tell you why we're not better witnesses, why we're not more persuasive as we talk to sinners. I don't think we've been persuaded of it enough. I don't think we have been conscious enough of the wrath of God. Someone said, I tell you, if God would just pull back heaven and give us a glimpse of heaven, that'd make a real difference. And... Some wise person responded, no, if God would pull back hell and give us a glimpse of what hell is going to be like, that would make the difference. Oh, may the Lord give us a glimpse today of His holiness, His justice, His His final judgment, this final harvest. I'm thinking now of that proverb that says, The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. This harvest in Revelation 14 is the harvest of judgment. May I tell you, right now we still have a chance. Right now we still have hope. We are living in a time of a harvest of souls. Hear Jesus say, lift up your eyes and look on the fields for they are white, already ready to harvest. Right now we have the potential, the possibility, the privilege of having a harvest unto life before this harvest unto death comes. So if that's true, could I challenge you two things today? First of all, if you're not saved, come to Jesus today. Call on Him now. Confess your sin and your need of Christ. Say, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. God will save you. Come to the Lord while you can. And if you know the Lord, today you've come to Christ, go for Him. Go tell somebody else how they can be saved and that the time is short. Judgment is coming and mercy is now. May the Lord give us a great harvest of souls.
0: The purpose of all Scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauly continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.